Hi friends, welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast about the crazy adventures of co-parenting with your hosts, April and Lauren. Each week, the wife and former wife of the same man discuss a topic straight from their personal experiences of what it takes to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively parenting six children. Hi friends, welcome to episode 22. It's our first episode in season two. And this week on our blog, if you've noticed on our website, things changed a little bit. So we moved all of our stories from the original timeline that we had Mm -hmm. to a different portion of our website. And now we have started episode 22 and season two. Where we're going to pretend like we're telling you what to do (laughs) and give you advice. You should listen to us because we know what not Not to to do. do. Um, so this week in our blog, we discussed three guidelines to remember when introducing a new partner That's into right. your co-parenting dynamic. We talked about timeline, approach, and expectations. And Lauren and I both have experience in this situation, being that we've both dated after divorce. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and as you all know, I'm married to Lauren's ex-husband. We met because we were neighbors, and John and I... Didn't start dating, obviously, when we first met, because we were both still married. <gasps> Shock and scandal. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? The truth comes out once again. Dun, dun, dun. So, anyway, we started dating after the fact. So, when we introduced our children to each other as dating girlfriend and boyfriend or yeah, sure. whatever, we had already known each other as just, had that's Neighbors. our neighbor, and this is our friend, and, you know, John and I were really good friends before that. So, ours is a little bit different, but... I haven't dated in 100 years, so we're going to talk about Lauren's dating and how she has introduced different boyfriends or mates or Mm -hmm. what do you call them? Bows? I don't know. Whatever. To your children. Victims? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Who's your next victim? (gasps) Um, Which has only happened twice, honestly. Mm -hmm. I've only introduced them twice um, to people, and I was in a serious relationship with both of them, so it wasn't just a passing, fleeting thing. How did did that happen? I know we've talked about it in our blog previously, the the last serious relationship that you had, Mm -hmm. because I was really upset that you didn't introduce me, and you only introduced John like I was nothing. (gasps) Did I? Yeah, you know. Anyway. messy. The first one, though. The first one. We didn't really get introduced to, which kind of understood. He just popped up. Right. Um, You know what? That one kind of happened pretty organically because, to be honest, I think one of our first dates I had to hire a sitter for, and he came to pick me up, and so, like, the kids were here, and I don't think I, like, formally introduced them necessarily. He just saw them with Mm -hmm. the babysitter, and then I went, it was such a mom scene. Because I was like, I have to be back by 9.30. <laughs> it's bedtime and bath time. It's bedtime. But what, a, like, when the kids did get introduced as a boyfriend, did you ever have a talk with them? No. I okay. think I just said, this is my friend so-and-so. So you weren't really, but there wasn't a time where you were romantic, you know what I mean. Affectionate. Like not, affectionate, that's um, the word, yes. Probably not in front of the children, not with that okay. person. Um, but they ended up knowing, because they came very close to him. He, still. And I they mean, still are. Amazing. So they knew that you were, that mm-hmm. he was someone that was more than special. just a friend. Yes, yes, he's yes. Special. And eventually the boys, I mean, my boys were, were a little bit old enough to know that there was such a thing as boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. So obviously they knew that. And, and that was hard. Honestly, I saw the first sign of what it was like being a single mom whenever that person and I broke up because the boys were like, well, where's so and so? And they ask about where him is, and a it lot. was like heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never doing this again. No one's ever meeting my kids. I'm yeah. done. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, 
Yeah. Number two. Go run. How did that interaction happen with him meeting the children? So he met the children before we actually dated. Um, I knew him before I dated. We dated. And so I had a friend who was watching them who knew him as well. And, like, they were all together and she had kids. And so he just happened to be, like, involved in that group of friends and saw my kids. Um, But I think, oh, I have to really think about this. It was probably a good month or so or two, I want to say maybe two months into us like deciding that we were actually going to date before Mm -hmm. he came around and we started doing things with the kids. And it was kind of just like, hey, let's go to the park. And this person, mommy's friend was coming and that's how it started. And then he moved in with me, I guess a month or so after that. So it was serious. Yeah. Yeah. Mommy's friend is moving in. And, And the boys, like I said, they... They were older, so they kind of knew. They understood that's a boyfriend. It was a boyfriend. And, you know, right. They get it. Yes. So it's probably safe to say that both of us maybe could have done things differently I don't throughout know. anything. Yeah, it's I a mean, very weird not approach. Really, I don't know that there's a right and a wrong. No, probably you know? not. I think it's just it's situational. You can't, you can't sh- shield your kids. I, I'm saying shield your kids. You can't hide um, the fact that you're a mom for, for very long. I have a very different dating approach now, and I don't, I don't even include my mom life to my dating life. No, you don't. No, I, I no one would even know I have, I have children. I think it's not hidden that you have, like, you're not trying to keep a secret that you have children, but you just don't want them to commingle. Not at all. You don't want the the two relationships to intertwine. Ever. I don't date on mom weeks. I don't make exceptions. I like, I just don't. And I think that's good. I mean, that, you don't want your children to be introduced to every single person that you date if you know that they're they're not gonna be there's around. not gonna be a relationship that's I, going to I think the last it. one was probably the only one that the kids like truly got serious with because we lived together right and we had all moved in together and I truly and thought it was gonna have for a life kids. yes that was their home so when you're not with that person that they see every day and the and, and that person becomes a part of their life whether you know, they're not necessarily a dad or a mom figure, but they're a part of that child's life. They're a friend. And kids get attached to a to lot of people. People to inanimate objects, to animals. Like you can't just rip them out of their lives. I agree. I have a single I have another single mom friend and she approaches it, um, and her her boys are older. They're I wanna say they're probably ten or eleven. Um, but she approaches it as if this is just mom's friend. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a Jessica or a Kelly or like a girlfriend mm-hmm. or whatever. They're just friends and they, and the guys don't come to the house ever. Like she's got boundaries and rules. And I think that that's important and you keep those and don't stray from them. Even exactly. if someone's, if, if someone is trying to get you to stray from your boundaries and rules, that's a person you don't want in your life. No, you don't want to date. Because you know what's best for your children at the end of the day. Absolutely. And in my previous life, when I divorced my first husband, I waited three years before I remarried. Mm-hmm. And if everyone reads, they're going to think, oh, wait a minute, April, you're not telling the truth. I said I waited three years before I remarried. I did not wait three years before I dated. Right. I did date, mm-hmm. but I will tell you that the only person that met my children was my second husband. Wow. As my boyfriend. As your boyfriend. The other, I remained friends with some of those men that I dated and they met my kids as my friends, Mm -hmm. but there were never any other uh, men that stayed the night in a romantic fashion when my children were there. You didn't have that red light district. No red light district here. (laughs) You know, that's not me. I don't do those things, but I did date and I did have overnight guests, but they were, (laughs) went, (laughs) I can't, it's like that hotel. No, Kidding. Who calls them? That is. It's a 
and overnight wait for an overnight guest. Did you make them breakfast in the morning too? Oh, probably. Ew. Oh I my know. god. No, too much. But I don't have overnight guests if I'm not serious. <laughs> I just that's just my personality. I don't know. Anyway. Are you serious with me? I've I've slept tonight here. We're serious. I think oh. it, we're taking it to the next level. <laughs> I think you, it's safe to say things are serious here. I'm good. But anyway, I'm, my point is, I just didn't bring men uh, or people of the opposite sex in my home as an overnight stay with my girls there because I. That's first true. of all, they're girls, and I, I don't want say, to to let them think Jeffrey, that's well, yeah, and like example if you that don't I know say. that person. Oh, that's very the main well. Thing. That's terrifying to invite I would someone cut into your someone home for yeah, my kids. Exactly. So there's that. Um, but so when we realized that that this was going to be a touchy subject, of course that's why we chose to write about it. Of course, we created a poll on our Facebook page to to ask our followers what they thought was the appropriate time to wait before they I introduced. saw the results. Did you today? see? So I wrote them down so I would remember. Twenty two percent of our followers said that they think it's okay to introduce a significant other to their children and and their co parenting dynamic. In six months or less. 78% said six months or more. Wow. And I, so I don't think we, I didn't participate in the poll. I didn't participate in the poll. So what is your, what do you think? What do I think now, honestly, six months or more. Yeah. I would agree. Six months or more. I do agree. And I know that seems like a long time. And I think I'm just saying that because I did the what not to do. I did too. So. I mean, I've done that. And then I'm heartbroken and I'm sure they would be heartbroken, but. Well, you're not with them, so, you know. Yeah, so they're heartbroken. They can get over it. Anyway. (laughs) um, So the reason I chose this topic in the beginning for this to be our first topic that we talked about in our new season is because of an issue that we had last week. This one is an issue and not incident. (laughs) Is that incident a batter? A batter? A (laughs) batter. P.S. Somebody that I went to high school with who was a really good friend of mine commented on our Whiskey Wednesday last night talking about my Meigs County education, which I thought was really funny because it's true when it's I okay. said horn tusk. What did I call the a tusks horn beak? Yeah, the beak. Yeah, the horn beak. She was like, "Well, that is a Meigs County education." Yes. I anyway, we won't go there because okay. we've already been there about the horn beak. <laughs> um, I don't have good words sometimes. So anyway, okay. incident so, or okay, whatever that we happened. got it. Okay, we had an issue. So it let it. it what happened last week was Roy called me, and our co-parenting dynamic is really relaxed. Like, we don't have anything court-ordered that says, you can only have our child Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 9 or every other weekend. It's an open-door policy. You want the kid, you have the kid. I want the kid, I have the kid. Like, we want Tanner to feel comfortable, and he can spend as much time with both of his parents as if, yes. you know, we're divorced. But We're, we're trying to get not, to that we're, place. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're still a family, and mm-hmm. I, I don't ever want to limit his time with either of us. Right. So, Roy and I both agree that you can come and go as you please, and it helps that we are neighbors. So, there's that. Anyway, he calls me and says he's going to have a female overnight guest. <laughs> and I said, okay, that's fine. I'll keep Tanner. And it turned into kind of a little disagreement that he didn't feel that I should keep Tanner from going down to his home because he had an overnight guest of the opposite sex. But in my mind, Tanner's an impressionable preteen boy. Right. And I didn't feel like you know, not that I want to go into what was going on in his bedroom or, or even insinuate Ew, what was even going right on in now. his bedroom, but I, I, I'm a mom, and that's yeah. my baby, and I just wanted to keep him safe. Whatever. Not that he wouldn't. Not that he okay. wouldn't. Or he would be in danger. I have to really I'm, pick my words, because, you know, I get true. in trouble. It's going to blow up even worse. So, with that being said, it led us to a great idea. 
why not invite a guest on the show to discuss this topic from a firsthand experience? Yay! So, with that in mind, Lauren and I reached out to our beautiful friend and neighbor, Heather. Hello. Hi, Heather. <laughs> Who's also my roommate. Yes! <laughs> Hello. So, first of all, we want to welcome you, and thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for walking down the street with me <laughs> and providing this wine for tonight's episode. You're very welcome. <laughs> wine brought to you by Heather. Look yes. at these cute little glasses. Did. Hey, did you get Fab Fit Fun? Oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is, this I, is what so I have. So, you guys, we can an endorsement. Yeah, Fab yes. Fun. Oh, my God, so dude, fun. I would be so excited. I get it. I picked my box already for the winter. So did, did you? I, I did. I feel oh, like we need to compare Boosh. what we got. Super excited. Super excited. So, I want to use those glasses for our YouTube studio. I can't say that I didn't also pick out some of the stuff based on Lauren. Me? And oh, I bet. oh, yeah. I bet. And I bet you I would know exactly what you picked. It's the best neighborhood. I know. Creepiest, right? but best. Yeah, creepy. Is. We told you that last week. Guys, don't move here. It's creepy. Just don't. It's just fun. Don't. Just it's fun. Yeah, it is <laughs> fine. Um, but anyway, so welcome and thank you for coming. But Lauren and I thought you would be a good guest to assist in this topic because you were actually the first woman that Roy dated that was introduced to me and our son. Yes. Yes. Queen. Messy, messy. It was so, the yeah. plot thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Heather, you're a single mom. Yes. How long have you been divorced? Oh, so I have, to be honest, I've been legally separated for almost two years now. Wow. Mm. Yes. Um, we've kind of just kept things very, I don't know. It, Did you say it was amicable? Um... Now, yeah. At the beginning, it wasn't. It right. was. Um, it was pretty messy at the very beginning. Um, I think like most divorces are. Absolutely. But now it's definitely. I don't definitely... know a divorce that isn't a little messy, just a little bit. Yeah. You know? My first one wasn't. But I'm sure that there were hard feelings and there were things said that shouldn't. That's a little messy. No, no, nothing. Mm-mm. Weirdo. It was pretty lame. Lucky, <laughs> really lucky. I can say was, lucky. There wasn't really anything experience. exciting to it. Like just go home. Hey, I want a divorce. Okay, what would you like for dinner? Like I literally texted him when I left the courthouse, and he was having a party already. <gasps> a party? Yeah. For a divorce? Well, I don't know if it was for that, oh. but he was already having one. And Is I it just bad said to say that. I kind of want a divorce party when it's like officially oh, said and done? Let's like do I it. want one. Have you seen the divorce photo shoots where they burn their wedding <gasps> dress? And stuff? I would never do that. My wedding dress is sitting up there. So the my wedding dress is in my par- at my parents' house in Florida, so it's n- my mom would probably kill me if I tried to burn that yeah, thing. But okay, we can buy a thrift store um, one. Oh, we can totally make oh, sure. Oh, just do trash the, the dress. What does that mean? The That's same the thing. Shoot. Oh, oh, yes. I don't have Amanda, one. Amanda, I got if married. You're listening, we need you. <laughs> I got married in a jumpsuit. <laughs> I oh, did. She did. Trash the jumpsuit. <laughs> I'll trash the jumpsuit. Okay, so, so back to the point. Back to Heather. How has dating as a single mom been for you? Is it, like, difficult? What's dating? Dating in general. What's dating? Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you guys. What even is dating? What is it's, dating? Um, okay, so free dating. dinner. <laughs> but, it, listen, like, when I dated, it was check yes or no. That's the last time I dated. So I need you to tell me how to date. Um... Dating sucks. It's horrible. It's, is it all electronic nowadays? Yes. Okay, okay, so I... Okay, I attempted dating, like, once afterwards. Totally got burned by that person. And um, he was my best friend, and it just didn't work. And oh, don't date I, your best friend. Yeah, don't date your best friend. They say Be best two friends date, after. What is it? They say to date your best friend. I don't know. And I dated my best friend, and I guess it turned out great because we're still married. Well, good for you. So, I was married to him. I mean, my best friends. You aren't. He's not your best I friend. I mean, mine, though, I, I know Lauren knows a little bit more on this. Like, it's a little bit more difficult with that. Like, I, I dated him, and then I 
I ended things and I ended up meeting Roy. So Roy was kind of a catalyst. So it's a all bit. Roy's fault. Yes. <laughs> I'm <not> kidding. <laughs> Oh, Roy. Um, no, actually, Roy was the eye opener for me. Oh, wow. To be honest, um, explain. Roy was the first guy that I met that made me forget all of the pain. <gasps> oh my God, that's really sweet. Um, it really I is. I felt the most comfortable with him. I felt like I could be myself with him, and I just felt like it was like okay. There is life beyond my ex. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is life beyond all of this pain that was caused from the divorce and my marriage not working out. And it was nice. And it was really, I loved having that feeling. And it was quick, but it was, we just clicked and mm-hmm. it was there's nice. There's nothing to- wrong with it being quick because I don't, I don't think that there's a time limit that you no. put on love in a relationship. If you know, you know. And I've said this before in one of my blogs. I have one foot in the grave. I mean, I'm pushing 40. Why would I wait no, for 100 ma'am. years? <laughs> you're 26. <laughs> but why really would I wait for five years to date somebody? Yeah. I'm going to be 50. No, thank you. I, I mean, if I know, I know. I've been married three times. I'm pretty sure I know. And I have to say, like, knowing Roy as a friend, like, you could have gotten a lot worse guys that would have really, really agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally agree. And we're taking advantage of you. Would you think? Would you say that Roy is a good communicator? Like that, your, your conversational pieces were top notch. <laughs> when it was good, yeah, yes, okay. But, but when that, it like, started, I'm saying like if that is that something that caused you to f- fall for him because of the conversation that. The what way. was it that Let's caused keep it PG. you? <laughs> we want to know what caused you to fall for Roy. Okay, so the funny thing is how we met was the hurricane. Oh, okay. So we met because of the hurricane. Um, my house was screwed up. That's yeah. putting it. Yeah. I'm keeping it. And PG. you're what? How many houses down? I am. <laughs> I'm the fourth house down, so I'm three houses down from Roy, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, so my house got wrecked from that hurricane, lost the whole upstairs. Lauren's room, actually, is completely redone. So, <laughs> so nice. Welcome. It's lovely. Yes. Um, lost the whole upstairs, lost a portion of my downstairs. So, um, funny enough, I was walking the dog one day, and he knew my house was messed up, and he stopped me and was like, hey, have you gotten anyone to do drywall yet? And I was like, No. And he's like started talking to me. He just he was just very nice about things mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. talking to me in general about stuff. And he could talk to anybody. Yeah, he, he can. He's, very he's really good at talking to people. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't know. We asked, he asked for my number. I said okay. Yeah. Well. Well, that was brazen. He, <laughs> Is that how it happens? Yes. Like, I'm, I'm really yes, sorry. Like, don't have time like, to waste. He, oh, that's right. I don't have time. He to waste. asked me for my number. I gave it to him, and we started texting back and forth. And at first, I was just like. I don't know. I don't do this dating thing. It was like I I hadn't really dated. Right. And it was weird. And I don't know. Did what, he make it very comfortable? He did. So he yeah. knew what to do. He knew he the was, moves. He he's was, very easy to talk he's to. He's just easy to talk mm-hmm. to. And I mean, I mean, we had kind of talked. Like, I'd seen him before because Haley had a friend that had a flat tire. And I oh, op- yes. I offered to change the flat tire. Uh, I really did. Well, look at you. I, I would have offered to call AAA. <laughs> we were, I was walking the dogs. I was like, do you need 911. help? I was like, do you need help with the flat tire? She's like, no, my dad's over there. And I turn around and look, and he's there, and he's full camo, which is all oh, right. Yeah, that, that's and I was him. like, my bad. I'm just going to keep going now. <laughs> 
and then, I, like I said, like afterwards, he he saw me and asked me about drywall, and next thing you know, we were texting and talking all the time. It so. was a whirlwind romance. It was. <gasps> oh my! What, what do you think, or what have you found to be your biggest obstacle in finding like a new romance? Time. Time. Mm-hmm. My yeah. life revolves around my son. Yeah. So I did. We say that you're a single mom. I don't. Yes. Say that. Okay. I want to make um, sure. So it's kind of like how you guys were talking about, like, finding the time in there. I don't date. Like, um, I have my son mainly full-time. Um, he goes to his dad's house every other weekend. So for me, dating, it's, it's difficult. I don't like getting a sitter. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like he's my son. Like, he, right. he's mine. I had him. It's not anybody else's responsibility. But moms I mean, need a break, too. They do. And it's okay. It's just... Oh, I, I know it's hard, though. It's really hard. Um, but I don't want to introduce him to anybody mm-hmm. um he has never met a boyfriend okay got it Until, Roy. right and i and i want to touch on that because i i mean obviously I yeah know the situation so he he does he when i date now if i were to date it's it's when i don't either it's either when i don't have him or i literally have to have a sitter and you will not know where i live you will not know any of oh, that because nice. I don't want you meeting my I'm son the until I'm ready. There's like, crazy people out there. I won't there. let anyone pick me up. But also, it's nine times out of ten, the whole finding a sitter thing, you find yourself on these dates and you're like, I'm wasting my time. I could be at home. I'm yep. paying for right. a sitter. I could be at home with my son. Yep. It's not it's enjoyable. Just, it's When you're getting to know somebody, it's, I don't know, it's just, he's my priority. Yeah, so dating is really FaceTime hard. Just me please. <laughs> That's hey, what, that's a good thing. Like that, that's out there. I've done, done it. I've done it. Really? She's met. I have met a few. Of oh them. my goodness! I Facetimed them. Oh, help me. Well, somebody's got to vet these hey, crazies. But one of them we thought was a a good one, and then he turned out to be not a good one. <sighs> they're never good ones. And there are good ones. They're all married. Stop. I'm waiting Listen, for the divorce. Stop me when you want to, because she doesn't. <laughs> Lauren doesn't let me ask dating questions because she's oh, no, go very for it. like. Yeah, I, I don't mind today. No. <laughs> so I always get. Mad at her. I'm like, shut up. You're going to do what you're told. No, go for it. You so, do you, work. like dating, do you date to find a forever mate or do you date for just companionship? Oh, so like, this what? is the fun part. Mm. This is all new to me. So, oh. I actually didn't want anything to do with men for a while because mm-hmm. I was trying to heal. Of course. And I didn't want anything to do with anything. And then, Sitting out the house one night, we were just talking about Tinder and all that. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna get away. Like, I'm gonna give it a go. Why not? That's terrifying. <laughs> to me. Terrifying. It is terrifying. And I did it. Hilarious. And I signed up. It is. And I'm not looking for a forever mate. I can no. tell you that much right now. Um, but it's entertaining. It's really entertaining. Listen, when Lauren and I went out of town a few weeks ago, I got on Tinder. We sat at the bar one night, and I was like, "What is Tinder? Like, what?" Because I've never online dated. I've, I mean, I haven't dated in literally what 18 years. No kidding. And so I don't even know really what to do. And she's yeah. showing me Tinder, and I'm dying. She's like, hilarious. I can't was. Stop I couldn't. I was about to pee my pants. <laughs> I was crying because I just. I, I, I don't know. I got nervous and anxious. She's and like, oh, what do I do? I'm like, oh, my gosh, are they going to know don't, that don't I'm... Swipe, I don't, don't swipe. Don't swipe. I feel bad for them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, is he going to know that I turned him down? I'm not turning him down because I'm not dating him. And it's also my picture. Right. <laughs> but I was just looking at it and thinking, oh, my gosh. I, I, I just needed Dang. to understand that whole it, dating, tender aspect. Dating it's, is awful. It's don't awful. do it. I mean, 
if my whole thing is like when you're on there and guys will be like, oh, so what do you want? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you want? They ask that. They like, do. What do you, they, but what they do they, ask, they mean by that? What like, do you want? So what do you want Tinder for? Like, what do you, what are you wanting? But and what I'm is like, it for? Isn't it for a date? No. Oh, some of them would just want to hook like, up. <gasps> No. Yes. yes. They want an overnight <laughs> guest. No way. Can I put that on my Tinder? Yes. Just here for overnight guests. <laughs> no, you are not here for overnight guests. Stop. I'm going to have to view your Tinder profile. Oh, I don't, don't worry. worry. I'm, 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 I'm like, we I actually, we compare, we compare Tinder sometimes. We're oh. like, see who gets what. Well, Thank we got you, this. Jesus, for sending me, Joanne, because I can't date. We have pictures of each other. We do. We have and pictures so of each other on our Tinder. People will swipe and realize that... We're the friend in the picture. Oh, and the, that's and, and on the bottom it says if you, um, like mine's like, I have a fun, my bro- my roommate is a really fun brunette. If you prefer that, swipe left. That means, <laughs> and mine says my roommate's hotter than me. She's blonde. If you prefer blonde, swipe left. So That is cute. So when you go through, you like actually see, like we have progression of pictures and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's kind of fun. But that is fun. That's but, neat. But we also live in a small town. And then when you run into Tinder people that you at your son's school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did she tell you? She, that's actually happened. That's actually yes. happened to me. Very and the funny. funniest part so about is, that. I mean, because they'll ask me, like, what do you want? And I'm like, I'm just I'm just going with it. I yes. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, so are you like Lauren where you're totally anti, I'm never going to get married again, which she's going to. We all know. Yeah. But she's just saying that yeah. she's not just to try to get my goat. So. I have a key word of what I am, and that is numb. Yeah. Oh, no. That's yeah. sad. That's a sad word. Um, That's I am, I am numb when it comes to men because I thought I knew what I wanted and mm-hmm. I thought I had what I wanted and it turned out to be like, nope. Joke's just, on just you. Kidding. Just, well, just kidding. Just like, that's not yours. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's kind of, and I've been burned, so it's kind of rough. Um, mm-hmm. So, for me, it's I'm just kind of numb. Like, right now, um, the funniest part is, is... I have found companionship. In your roommate. In my roommate. <laughs> hey, I need her sometimes, so you're going you to have to share. I, I, I can share her later, I promise. <laughs> Being torn between two women on the same street. <laughs> Hold on. Pause your reaction. I'm John. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. He's now I get it. I can't do this now anymore. Now I get it. This is a really big high and honor, you guys. Also, now you see how he felt. PSA. To all the gentlemen that are actually decent human beings, Heather is single and she is amazing. And she's and she, hot. You're more likely to date her than me. So. Oh my god, shut up! No, totally. Lauren is absolutely amazing. She's. Oh my god, we're gonna cry. I know. Oh my god, okay, let's not. <laughs> is she um, actually? It's it's funny. It's like a whole other podcast on that. Like she's brought out another side of me as a person. Isn't and that funny how that happens. It's crazy because you guys touched base on your last podcast about the whole she had prayed for a single mom to mm-hmm. come into her yes, life. Yes, she did. And no joke, I was probably, and you can ask my sister-in-law, a week, two weeks away from packing up my whole house and moving <gasps> home to Florida. Oh my goodness. And then her and I started we talking more on Instagram way. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when we did yoga and then we went and had drinks together one mm-hmm, night mm-hmm. and then we hung out the next night mm-hmm. and it was love at first sight. Literally, <laughs> I was just like, within like a week and a half of it, I was like, you need, you need, I need a roommate. I'll take a roommate. You want to come, you want to live with me? We can live together. And it was just, it worked out. And I can honestly say I've looked for, it sounds really I guess it does. I don't know. I'd like four more to coming home now than I, I did too. for a really long time. But that's too. good. Like, I, and I wanted that. I kept telling Lauren, I want you to find somebody because I can't imagine not having anybody to, like, 
John, I know it's crazy and it's goofy that it, that I say this, but he really is my best friend, and we do everything together. Yeah. And he is like my shopping partner, my movie partner, and I kept telling her, I want that for you. I want you to but have. I found it in. And that's fine. I didn't care how you found yeah. it. I just know that I wanted that for you because I can only. And you're like, no, you fulfill me. I know, and I and I love that. But I wanted you to have somebody else that when I need to go fulfill my marriage, that I yeah. that she's I'm not right left here. alone, and I feel <laughs> got it. You know, got it. I'm telling you guys. Yeah. And the funny part is though, it's you would think we were together 24 seven, but we're really not. Like mm-hmm. we see each other. For like an hour or two at night. Yeah, and we sit there. Well, we we start little series. We're starting to do like little series of watching TV together, yeah. and just it's like kind so of like cute. we'll have our glass. Well, I drink whiskey on the rocks, so I'm like, when you guys do whiskey Wednesdays, I'm like, I you got, got my whiskey. whiskey. And she's like our biggest fan. I, I am. That. I love it. It was kind of funny because when I came in today, um, John's like, hey. Come look at this whiskey I got today. Yeah. Like, oh, this yes. <laughs> I was like, I totally see. So now you're fitting in. You're becoming part of the family. Are you <laughs> sure this is what you want? There's oh, still time. There's, There's still time. There's Dude, still I'm, time. I'm so deep it's in here. It's not even funny. <laughs> point, she's stuck. All right. Well, now that we've talked about all the fun stuff, we're gonna get to the more difficult questions. Okay. And like I said, you can stop me because Ooh, go for it. Maybe I should ask one of these. You can. Which one, you which can. one are we at now? So I'm gonna. I'll ask the first one, and then you can jump down. All right. Um, Heather, tell me how long you dated Roy before he introduced you to our son. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's difficult. So, we lived down the street from each other. Um, God, I don't know. Like, the hurricane happened in September. Mm-hmm. And then October time frame, I went to dinner with everybody and meeting the parents and all that kind of stuff. So it was like a month. A month. A month? A month. Do you hear that? Look, I don't under... I mean, because I just don't know. And um, I'm really interested in how dates go. So I don't know. How, is there a timeline? When we were... I will say this, and I love this about him. He... I was very much in front of him, like, no affection in front of my son. Mm-hmm. Um, you were upfront about that. Very upfront about that. I was like, you were a friend in front of my son. Um, all of that kind of stuff. So, and he respected that so well. And even to Tanner, I was just Miss Heather. Mm-hmm. It was, this is my friend, Miss Heather. It was always very, it wasn't like, this is my girlfriend. Right. Um, I was around, yes. But, um, you know, it, the, I think one of the sweetest things that I loved about it was him just being like, he at one point had his hand on my back when he was at my house and little man came walking up and he just slowly took it away so that little man he wouldn't see it happen. He was very respectful. I love it. that. And oh, I, he is. And you know, he has to set a good example because he has a son. So yes. I would imagine So that. he, he did a great job on that. And so, I mean, he, I don't know. He didn't really ever introduce me as like a girlfriend to Tanner. It was just, we were around each other and it was very, I just, it was started just coming fluid. around. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just very easy flowing, I guess you could say. So the part that wasn't so easy flowing, let me ask this wonderful <laughs> question. I can't wait. <laughs> How did you feel about inter- being introduced to his ex-wife? And be honest. <laughs> you can be honest. I'm not scary. I was. Were you terrified? She's terrifying. I was scared. <gasps> You said I'm terrifying. You are. Oh, I am not. Oh, <gasps> that's two against one. I don't know how I feel about this. I was scared. Okay, so Why? I met you at the soccer game, right? Um, and I wasn't even gonna go. 
And Roy didn't ask me to go. It was actually Tanner asked me and Little Man to go. Oh, dear. Aww. Tanner's like, will you take Little Man to watch me play soccer? Because Little Man was so oh, interested in soccer. Oh, he loves people watching him play. You, and, said, you know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, I guess so. And I literally asked Roy like 15 times, is it okay for me to go? Like, is she going to be okay with this? I don't want to overset my boundaries. Like, I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm a mom. I right. get this. Like, I'm not overstepping boundaries. Like, this this is a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. And he's like, no, you're fine. I've already told you you're going. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And in his defense, we had never discussed boundaries at that point because I didn't know that there was a reason to. Exactly. Roy always said to me he wasn't going to get married until Tanner graduated high school. because And just because he didn't want to have to choose between dating and his son yes. and he is such a great father and he's so active and involved yes. in Tanner's life that I completely understood that but again the same as I was with Lauren I didn't want that I want Roy to find happiness every night I pray for Lauren and Roy both that they'll find happiness and yeah. love and I mean of course I want that for him so when he says that to me it I, that hurts my feelings I, for him I mean I was I was I have a scarf that lost to meet you. I'm really, I'm it was, sorry. It, no, it had nothing to do with you. It was just, just in general. It was the, it was the context of meeting mm-hmm. the ex. Well, so, yeah, because you don't know. Ten, I can only imagine was, what my ex's yeah. girlfriend felt like meeting me for the first time. And I mean, I can. And this you, was I a first for both of you. Yeah. It was the first time you had to meet the ex wife of someone you were dating, and the mm-hmm. first time. Your ex-husband was introducing someone to right. you, yes. so this was a first. Wow, it was ladies. a first. It was a first all around. And yeah. but when I met you, I was like, "Oh, she's sweet." I mean, right. I wasn't. Ugly I thought you were really sweet. To you. And I hope I wasn't. I didn't. I mean, try and, to be. and Jack was. I think it was Jack was mm-hmm. there that weekend, and yes. so little man and Jack sat underneath the covers the whole time, and they like watched, you know, shows and stuff, and. We watched the soccer game, and, and and I feel like it might have been a lot, too, because it wasn't just me that was there that game. Yes. It was Roy's whole family that was there that whole game. Aww. So it was me, little man, and then it was his parents and his brother. So it was like, it was all of us there at one time. And I think, if like, if I'm being honest, I wasn't being, I wasn't upset meeting you. I think I was upset at that point because I felt like, and I don't make the rules. It's This is just my feeling. I felt like it should have been done in a different setting. Yeah. Not at... I can see that. My son's soccer game. I can totally that, see but that. I, but I really wasn't disrespectful. At least I don't think no, that I was. No, you weren't. Um, I, I was... It, I remember, like, certain things of the whole, com- like, of everything happening, and I was so worried about Little Man, like, being too much and being so embarrassed, like, I needed him to rein it in that oh. I don't think I paid attention to a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I remember comments about your um, blanket, because I think it's, like, an eagle's blanket or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh. I, I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, I've really got to get her a better team. But... <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. It's been here for a long time. But, I mean, no, I just, I thought you kind of, like, little man just went and sat there, and you were, like, super sweet to my son, and I was like, oh, she's like, okay, I get it. Like, it's a mom-to-mom thing. Okay, this is good. I think as a a woman with children, as a mom and an ex-wife, if I were to pick the ideal woman for my ex-husband to marry or date, it would be another mom. 
I can see that, yeah. Like with Jerry, because I've been through this before, yeah. and Jerry married a mom, and you just feel better. And I know Tanner's older, and he doesn't require as much attention and you know, hands-on. Yeah. And he, he has a mom that's very active in his life, so he doesn't need all that. But you still, as a mom, you want a, a mom to be yes. there when you send your kids away. You you want that comfort of knowing that that other person there knows what it's like to have that child break down in a certain way, and mm-hmm. they can comfort that child. I feel like mom, and not, not to take away from anyone that's not a mom yet, but as a mom, you have a warmth and and a comforting side to you mm-hmm. more than someone that isn't a mom because they just haven't dealt with that. You they have that nurturing internal. Yeah, you, ha- you have that nurturing feeling, so mm-hmm. I could totally agree with that. Yeah. Right. Um, so the ne- we actually met that day, and then the next day also we went to he had to a game in Raleigh, game. and Ooh. I went to that game also. How did that one go? That one was a little more rough. That one, that one, um, I definitely had the vibes that she was not thrilled that I was there. Um, and I don't know, um, totally, I, I, it just, I had that vibe that she was probably like, oh, she's here again. Okay, got that. Oh, she didn't go away. No, no. <laughs> um, I, did, that, I didn't feel that I way. I was very, that game, I, I saw soccer mom come out. Yeah. And oh, soccer dad come I out. And mom. it was like, really so there was some yelling and stuff like that. Um, but it it was definitely, I, I at one point, um, I don't know if you had remembered or not, like I felt a little more like, she was upset about something with me being there, so I actually grabbed my son and I walked away for a while just so that way. I think I remember that. Um, I didn't know that that's what you were doing. I did. I just I felt like it's like okay, I'm 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 feeling a little bit of tension and I don't want to overstep my boundaries. So I I grabbed a little man and I took him for a walk for a little bit and I just kind of went and did that so that way they could have their their well, family time. When you first time. started saying this, I couldn't remember, but it just came to me because I'm like, I don't think I was in a bad mood that day. And you know, you don't know what's going on in somebody's life mm-hmm. personally, and you might think that it was something towards you, and it could have been that I was upset at John for not unloading the dishwasher. You, you know, you just yeah. don't know what's going on. But I know because Tanner had just been selected to play on a very elite team that we would be doing a lot of traveling mm-hmm. during the winter, and I made a comment to Roy at that game, and I said, um, you know, I'm going to write this check for Tanner to join this team. Can you commit to it? Remember and that he lost his mind yes. because when I said, can you commit to it? I was just saying, Roy, you're a Marine. You are gone all the time. He took it as me. He was thinking that I was insinuating that because he was dating someone that he wasn't going to be a father or the father that he ah, needed to be. Yes. And it was totally not hand to God, my intent, that that was not what I meant at all. I was saying that he had just gotten back, because if you knew, he had been gone the entire summer to California. So he'd just gotten back, and John and I had three kids in three different sports. And Lauren works an hour away, so she wasn't... And you guys in that still, time we weren't used even were, weren't like this. It was at all. Still very much, so we yeah. didn't have that to depend on, mm-hmm. or we weren't. We, we could have, but we weren't going to do it. Yeah. Thanks. So I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. Um, so we were just we had burnt the candle at both ends by that point. So I just needed Roy to say, "Are you going to be here? Yes or no?" And he did not 
like the verbiage that I chose did. to use. And, um, so he, then it caused it to be a little tense. Yeah, and it did. And I remember um, then Tanner losing his bag. Well, and then, then I got, then I did get That's that. the and story then, that I was mm-hmm. told whenever so, we talked. Yeah, so that kind of happened. And I think at that point, that's when I was like, I, I literally looked at Roy and I was like, I'm just going to take a little man for a walk. I'm just going to go. And I'm going to let you guys kind of do your thing. Because and so this if, is how that I was my respect. It. And I said and I said this to Lauren when I told her the story. Before we, either of us, or before you two moved in together, or we all became friends or anything. That was the first time, obviously, that I'd had to share my son. Mm-hmm. And if you knew me as a person, you would know that I'm a mom and I love all of my kids. I have issues that go back to my childhood that that little boy is something that I prayed for my whole life Mm -hmm. and I can't even imagine somebody like taking one piece of his attention away from me Yeah, because he's the only man in my life that's never walked out on me. And and so it was just special, you know? So that, that's whatever. And I get you on that one because that's how I feel with my son. So when we walked over after the game was over, someone had stolen Tanner's bag and a sweatshirt that I just bought him Mm -hmm. was in the bag and he was very upset about it. So before I had the chance to say, you know, hold, it's okay. I'm going to get you the shirt. And Heather, this was very kind of her, but at that moment, it wasn't what I needed to hear. She said, Oh, don't worry. I'll get you another shirt. And I'm thinking, no, you will not get another shirt because that is not your person to buy a shirt for. And and it was so silly. I mean, I, there's no reason for me to be upset about that. You want to buy my son a shirt? Yeah, buy me one too. Like I don't care. Look, seriously, Since we're buy all the shirts. shirts. You buy one for everybody. I'll tell you all the kids' sizes. It, I, it, it was just in that moment because of what had just happened, and it was mm-hmm. the first time. And I didn't really know how to act because when Jerry and I went through this, there was not a here meet this woman that I'm introducing your kids. It was meet this woman that I've been having an affair with for the last year. Surprise, she's their new stepmom, and she's pregnant, and we're getting married two days before you and Roy. So it was a lot to take in. I didn't Mm -hmm. know it was new territory. I didn't know how to act. So on my way home that day, we were in Raleigh, so it was a a two-and-a-half-hour drive. I cried and sulked the entire way home, and John's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm trying to chalk it up to hormones or I don't know what was wrong. But you know what I was thinking, and I couldn't say this to John because, number one, he would think I was a straight lunatic. And number two, he would not have gotten it because he doesn't have a vagina. So I was thinking all the times that probably Lauren felt like I was stepping on her toes. And I, and it wasn't a point in our relationship where I could call her and say, I'm so sorry if you've ever felt this way because Mm -hmm. I could cut someone. I was just, there was anger and there was hurt and just so many emotions going on. And so when I told her this story months later, I said to her, I wanted to tell you so badly that day that I was so sorry if you've ever felt like I was stepping on toes. I'm just a doer, and she knows now, and she appreciates it, and she mm-hmm. just lets me do my thing. I just want to take care of everybody. If I see you hurting or if I see you needing something, I just want to do it. So I did that with the kids. Yeah, Their mom's not here, and not because she doesn't want to be, but because of the situation. So I'm just going to do things. And I didn't have the ability to call her and say, hey, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And what's your rules on this? Because we didn't have that rapport and that communication. Mm-hmm. So when you came in and did that, it kind of opened my eyes to something that maybe I had been doing to someone else that probably wasn't was it, very good. It was never meant to be like that kind of intention. It was just 
I think it's just like a mom instinct. That's just of like course. the first thing you yeah. say to that child, like when it's gone, it's like oh, it's okay. It's not. It's okay. We'll get you another one. And d- d- you know, not and you're, knowing. And you as know? a mom, you appreciate that, but mm-hmm. in that moment, as an ex-wife, I wasn't appreciating anything, just because. Mm-hmm. And I think also there was a. I've never really gotten into the whole why Roy and I divorced, like really the deep feelings about it, and and nobody's ever talked about it. And I don't know that it's something that we'll ever talk about, but. Things that he was doing that day, they were definitely things that you would ask for for the very longest time. Right, and, and all of a sudden he that. was showing it to somebody so he's else. Doing, and it wasn't. Because, and I'm very happily married to my husband, and John mm-hmm. fulfills me in every way that I could be fulfilled, besides unloading the dishwasher. Right, but he he does everything that I need him to do. It's still, as a woman, you just have those feelings. And I'm sure Lauren can relate mm-hmm. to this, walking in here and seeing John do something for me that she probably asked him to do a hundred times and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to do the same thing when you spend time with your ex-husband and his new So I see it. And, and I think that's, I, and I've told her, mm-hmm. I've told Lauren this, um, I've watched my ex do things for his new girlfriend. And they've been together for a year now, a little over a year now. Um, I mean... They bought the house I wanted. They bought the oh, land like I wanted. They, yeah. My dream home, the That's land. Hard. Um, I've watched him do things for her that I always wanted done for me. And I brought it up to him, like, as he was doing some of it. And I was like, everything I've ever asked for you out of our marriage, you've now done for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? I screamed it from the rooftop asking you to do it's this. It's hurtful. And he literally looked at me and he goes, I've learned from my mistakes and my right. marriage failing with you. And now I'm fixing it with somebody else. And it's like... It's like a dagger it, to the heart. It's a dagger it to the heart. and We've all three seen that. Yeah. yeah. So I can totally understand. Like, And I and I, uh, and I had told Roy after that, I was like, I'm not trying to replace her. I don't want to replace her. I and can never, never replace really her. And that never really was a thought to me. It like, was just something that happened in that moment that just struck a yeah. nerve and that and, was it and, it and I was over it after that and, and for me I felt like from there it just went completely downhill from there yes and I don't think it ever recovered it because did. Haley's birthday yes so <laughs> she had a birthday party oh, and yes. you know and during that time nobody knew this until two weeks ago right what was going on, I, you know, Haley had just come to us and told us that she was gay. Mm -hmm. And I was really having a hard time with that. And I felt like I was so alone. The only person that was understanding how I was feeling was John. The man that I had made this child with didn't, he wasn't on my side or he wasn't on my team. The man that I had raised this child with wasn't on my team. Mm-hmm. I felt so alone. Like, it, it, am I in the twilight zone? No so one's what happened? hearing what's going on. Well, so t- when we went down to Haley's birthday, first of all, it was a surprise party thrown by her friends. But I'm her mom, and why wasn't I included in mm. when I walk in her Haley's stepmom? So, did you think I was involved with it? Yeah, I wasn't. I I didn't have anything to do with Absolutely, this party at all. Like I, I was just there to the so. party. It was at Roy's house, mm-hmm. and I walk in, and Jessica and Heather are in the kitchen, like getting things set up. And it just, it. I mean, it killed me. Haley is like, you know, your first child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They it's make my, you a mom. It's my little man. And you have a bond with all your children, but there's something about that first mm-hmm. child that I will claw your eyes out for any of my kids. But yeah. why are you taking control of a situation for my daughter when you've literally been in the picture for like 
12 minutes. And, and that was That saying, was my feeling. Yeah, and I literally had nothing to do with the party whatsoever. Like, um, I was hanging out at the house that day when I came over, and he had told me about the party a little bit before then, and it was the first time I actually had met Jessica, too, and they were setting up for it, and all I was like, do you guys need some help? Just because, I mean, that's just who I am, right. and yeah. I just started helping them set up a little bit, and um, I'm, I, I left for a little bit, um, and because you had come over and a big fight had happened, mm-hmm. and at that point, I was like, I should go. I'm just going to leave, and Taylor told me, she's like, don't go, Heather, just stay. Like, it's just stay. It's not a, like, they'll work past it. Just mm-hmm. stay. And I was like, I just, I don't want to be that person. Like, it's just there not my. There was so much. And still with Roy and I, I mean, we just had a, a disagreement last night. There's so many things that Roy's a great communicator, but when it comes down to like the hard feelings, he's not one to let them out because mm-hmm. he thinks that being emotional, in my opinion, this is my opinion, he thinks that being emotional is a weakness or. I, I I, that's how I feel. I could see that. So there's never been a time where we've sat down and said, okay, this is what happened, and this is how I felt, and this is how I still feel, and what have you. So when I, I don't let things go, I don't I don't think say, I don't think women do in general no. sometimes. I think I feel like we hold on to but stuff I like to, to an extent. I do like to confront things when they happen. Mm-hmm. I don't like to wait because then I forget the details and I don't have a valid point because it's silly. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I did say something to Roy like, this is ridiculous. What's going on here? I felt again like I I wasn't being heard or my feelings didn't matter to anybody. Looking back at it now, I feel like I, I could see where you were probably feeling like I was coming into the picture and I was taking, like, replacing a lot of things of you, which wasn't how I, I was felt. I like, ridiculous. Like, There's no... I mean, it, seriously, <laughs> it was. On my part, it was ridiculous because I was emotional for other things. Well, obviously, not to mention we had spent two years in a horrible custody battle that was taking mm-hmm. every ounce of my emotion and mixing it with acid and it was coming out <laughs> at everybody. So it just wasn't yeah. a good time in my life. Had I be, had the communication been better between Roy and I for him to just sit down and say, hey, I like this girl, but I didn't know anything. It was like one day he's single and the next day he's got a girlfriend and now he's being all lovey with her and I'm sitting over here like, well, wait a minute. I asked you to do that and you told me that it was never going to happen that this is what you married and you take what you get and you don't throw a fit. So it, it, I wasn't okay. Well then that's, that's Hmm. where I was. That's how I felt. And I mean, there was, I I can, and I can see that from, I've been on that end. I've been on that receiving Mm -hmm. end. And, and as much as it sounds, I guess it doesn't sound ridiculous. Like that whole situation. And then all of this coming about, actually helped me respond better to my ex and his girlfriend because Mm. I was able to sit back and be like, okay, I can't, I I can't be that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be, I don't want to respond this way. I don't want to have fights with you about this because I don't want to go through battles and I don't want to do all of this. And I finally was like, can I just meet her? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. I think that this also set a good tone for Lauren and I, for our relationship. And we still have, we're a work in progress. And I think it's just my personality. Mm-hmm. I just. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I just do things without, in my mind, thinking that I'm helping. But maybe I, I do overstep. 
But if you were to tell me that I was, I would absolutely back off. It's just in my nature to always want to help anybody. I mean, I will do anything for anybody. I will, too. I'm just one of those that has to be, like, I don't feel comfortable, like, stepping over that line. Yeah. Somebody's got to be like, Lauren, I need you. I actually need you to help me. I'm a little like that in some aspects as well. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to come in and fold your laundry without you saying it's okay. You would totally fold my laundry without me saying Yeah, because you don't care how it's folded. I know that with you. But I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. I feel bad she should probably not come to our house because (laughs) she would have a heart attack. Because our laundry, we have one room where there's a lot of laundry. And then we... You're going to kill me. Um, so, will you before we wrap things up, will you just tell me briefly how your relationship with Roy ended? Um, truthfully, I blamed you. Wow. Well, get it, I'm girl. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, mean, I appreciate you being honest. I will be honest about it. I, 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 I did. I did blame you for um, for it because I felt like. Um, in November, we went to a concert in. Um, Raleigh went to the John Langston concert mm-hmm. and shout out to John Langston. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, be there next week. Yeah, we're going yes. next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, we um, we went to that concert. We came back and it was the day after that we came, as we were coming back from the concert the next day, he, I was going to make dinner for him at the house and I got a message from him saying, you got to go home because you had asked for a family meeting at your place and um, but I, we, there was like a big blow up and I, he was like, I can't have you come between me and like, I, Tanner's my number one priority. So it was pretty much kind of like he needed it to be all about him and Tanner. And he said he couldn't do a relationship with me anymore. And I had always told him from the get go going into a relationship that I will never stand between you and your son. And if it ever comes down to being something to where it's between you and your son, and your son always comes first for me, and I will back off in a heartbeat. And we try, we just kind of at that point just backed off a lot, and it was it was hard at first for me because I did really kind of fall for him. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we we talked for a little bit afterwards, and tried to see where things could go but then he I feel like he kind of got into the single life again and he was just ready to be single as a Pringle and (laughs) do his thing that's okay we're single yeah and you you know and he wanted to do his thing so um things kind of ended and I mean we've kept in contact obviously we're neighbors right like I mean we've always kept in contact we've hung out and stuff like that but he's he just didn't want I guess what I wanted at the time. Roy doesn't know what he wants. But <laughs> now looking back at it, oh. I don't know if I was completely ready for it either. I needed mm-hmm. I needed this time to grow and heal and I needed that heartbreak, I think, because he was the first person that was able to make me realize there was life after my ex. Oh yeah. And yeah. hey, and we him and I both said if 5 years from now we're still single, if something worked out, what up? Yeah. We'll talk. Great. But I think that, and we said this this week in our blog, that timing is very key and everybody has to be ready. Yep. Communication is also a really strong aspect in that. Mm-hmm. You need to communicate as an ex-husband to your ex-wife yep. to let her know what's going on. You need to communicate to your new girlfriend, hey, 
this is our dynamic, yes. and you Agreed. are the first person that's been introduced, and maybe it's not the right time, and we need to go about things a little differently. And I think in the future, I mean, it, it's almost like you need a, an owner's manual or you a pamphlet, do. and you need to say, okay, here's our dynamic, and this is what we expect, and this is our timeline, and these are the the things that we need to see happen before a relationship can forge. Oh, definitely. Boundaries. I mean, I mean it was one. six months before my ex and his girlfriend was. It, I mean, it was six months before he met. She met my son, and yeah. it was like a an established relationship before those two were actually introduced. And and honestly, I I, I kind of agree with that. And. Hey, I mean, I've said it to you before, Lauren. I was the right girl at the wrong time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who Aren't knows? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? We've all been that girl. We've all been the right girl. We've all been that girl sometimes. Well, Heather, we really appreciate you. No, thank you. For sure being here tonight. I again, too. I love it. sitting in the hot seat and answering all of our questions. and I can't wait to walk home with you later. I'll walk you. Hey, you'll my overnight guest. I approve that overnight. Thank you. A little man will walk you to the front door. He's done it once before. You're raising your right to be a little gentleman. All right, that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us. And if you'd like to find out more about us, visit our website, www.wifestales.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you're the first to know about all the things that are upcoming. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you really love seeing us, we release a new YouTube video each week on our YouTube channel. Join us next week as we discuss the double standard of co-parenting. Men versus women. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Sunday for new episodes. Thanks again for joining us tonight, guys. Remember, with prayer, anything's possible. Good night.